Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined with my co-host, Alex Wilson. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft. Should the Giants consider trading down? Now, this is something that they did in recent years. They traded down 2021. They got an extra draft pick, drafted Kadarius Toney. Now, he's on the Chiefs. Didn't exactly work out that year, but the following year, that extra first-round pick, well, that yielded them both Kayvon Thibodeau with their original pick and Evan Neal with the pick that they got from the Chicago Bears. So, Giants fans know there is a lot of value to be had in trading down in the first round of the draft and if we look at this year's draft I think that it makes a lot of sense the Giants picking at number 25 how big is that talent drop off from a pick of 25 25 overall to around 35 overall those players are pretty similarly talented similar skill sets and you know talent level when you're picking in that range and so I think that there is an opportunity here for the Giants to gain extra value out of that pick by trading down getting some extra picks and getting a player that they might have drafted at 25 anyway if they trade down to a range of 35 so I think it's a really interesting scenario we're going to go ahead and dive all the way into it but make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode and subscribe to the channel if you're new and ring the bell so you don't miss an episode bing make sure you ring it but without further ado alex how are you doing today my friend i'm doing great you mentioned a pretty good kind of idea here regarding trading back in the draft now when you're in the top 10 top 15 picks you get the top of the crop you know the cream of the crop this is where you're really going to go and get an instant level starter When you get to the back end of the first round, that's where things get a little bit more muddied. You know, we've seen in the past the Giants have struck out a lot when it comes to back end uh, first round picks. And even Kadarius Toney, obviously no longer on this team. You know, we recall DeAndre Baker. We call Evan Ingram not really panning out for us. Um, There are a lot of players the Giants have gone after in the back end of the first round that have just never amounted to much. So with that being said, you you look at even Xavier McKinney at the beginning of the second round. You can get a lot of really great value picks in the second round, especially the top of it. So in this kind of first round mock draft, we want to discuss the idea behind trading back a couple of spots and going and getting more draft capital and assets and value where – We trust this management class, right? We we trust Joe Shane. We trust Brian Dable. We trust Brandon Brown. We really like these guys. We think their opinions are solid. We think their evaluation is solid. And because of that, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt that more mid-round draft picks should result in more impact players, more starting-level players. Um, you know, we look at what we did last year, a lot of injuries in the in the first round, rather in the first draft class under Shane and Dable. This is definitely a situation where I believe that we're going to get a lot more value out of them this year because a lot of them just didn't play. Marcus McKethan, Darian Beavers, obviously Wandale's injury. Um, so many of these guys, DJ Davidson also at the ACL tear, a lot of them just did not live up to expectations, not because they didn't play well, but because they just didn't play at all. So I think right now we're looking at the more draft picks we can get. I also want to throw in the variable that the Giants hired Shane and Dable and like a month or a couple weeks later the draft happened so their entire strategy was not based around the Giants and their needs it was based around the Bills or the Chiefs with Kafka or it was based around another team I think having a full year to understand what this team's needs are where they need to allocate uh, capital will help them devise a strategy and a plan that should be a lot more form-fitting for this Giants team but Anthony when you're looking at trading back what do you think about the the value of, let's say, the 35th pick, 34th pick? We're going to discuss a couple of teams here that could make sense. Do you think that you could move back, get some really good talent? You may miss out on some of, uh, like, maybe uh, Quentin Johnson. You may miss out on some guys that would otherwise be maybe considered more immediate starters. Um, but 
Nonetheless, there are guys that can contribute immediately at the top of the second round, whereas we can add another third round pick and then kind of walk into the sunset with more guys who can make an impact in 2023. Instead of just taking a shot on one player, you get two for the price of one, which I think can be valuable, especially in the situation the Giants kind of find themselves in. So what do you think about the value of trading back and where you'd be looking in terms of teams that may be intrigued by that idea? Yeah, I think there's a lot of teams that will be interested in getting to the back end of the first round. And something that you mentioned, Alex, is DeAndre Baker. That was a move that the, that didn't exactly work out for the Giants. They traded up into the first round. But a lot of the, what people don't realize here with DeAndre Baker and that trade, the reason that the Giants did that, they traded into the first round so they could get they could get a first year or fifth year option on DeAndre Baker's contract. First round picks have fifth year options. Second round picks don't. It's just normal flat four year contracts. So there will be a team in that second round that's looking to move into the back end of the first round of the draft just so that they could get that fifth year option on whoever they want to draft so the Giants sitting there at 25 that's prime real estate for a team that's looking at maybe getting a cornerback similar to the DeAndre Baker situation a position where their contract value just keeps rising and they're like okay we want to get this guy for the long term five years rather than four years so that we can save our money and that's how the Giants are going to be able to move down and there's other teams out there like Houston Texans, 33 overall. They might want to move up. They have a lot of draft capital and they have a really young team. They might want to get a fifth round or a fifth year option on a player at the back end of the first round. The Cardinals as well, they're rebuilding. They might be a trade down candidate as well. It depends on how aggressive this rebuild is going to be for them, but they might be a team that looks to get up there and get a wide receiver to try and fix that offense or maybe move up and get the best guard in the draft. They need a guard pretty badly, so they might look to move up into the first round. And the Colts as well, they kind of need everything. That's a roster that has a lot of holes on it. They could afford to add another corner, another receiver, anything. So there's a lot of teams right there that would look to trade up with the New York Giants and get to that 25th pick. And again, a lot of it has to do with getting that fifth year option on that contract. That's something that the Giants did and one of these other teams will do as well. But when you're looking at what the Giants need, you mentioned that you can get really impactful players in the second round. We've discussed a couple of them right here on the channel before. We talked about John Michael Schmitz. That's a player who could maybe go at the back end of the first round, but really more likely goes early in the second round. And Trenton Simpson, linebacker out of Clemson, another player who most people don't have going in the first round, despite being being arguably the best linebacker in this year's draft class, he's probably going round two. So if you're the Giants and all of those wide receivers that you wanted are off the board, Addison's not there, Quentin Johnson's not there, you might look to trade down and say, okay, let's let's target another position and get like a sure thing in John Michael Schmitz at the beginning of the second round and just not have to worry about that center spot for the next several years. Or linebacker as well. We know it's a big need for the Giants. They haven't spent a first round pick on it in a long time, but if they spend their first pick in the draft in the second round on it, makes sense to me. I would love to to see that happen so again there's a lot of players that make a lot of sense but Alex who would you be targeting I know that you had a wide receiver in mind that you think makes a lot of sense at the beginning of the second round so who would you be targeting in a trade down scenario so I would be looking for a team, you know, the, the strengths of this draft class are pretty varied. You know, obviously cornerbacks go pretty early, obviously interior guards, you know, going go in the later portions, tackles. These are positions that traditionally are picked, you know, pretty frequently. Receivers are a big one. Um, there is one player I had in mind. So if the Giants were going to move back, you know, if you go on like PFF or any of these websites, they suggest the Giants move back into the 40s. I think that's a little bit too far down. So I'm looking in the 30s as kind of a, a nice like comfort zone for me to move back into you're looking at maybe like new orleans um rather sorry pittsburgh houston arizona indianapolis like those four teams so 32 to 35 are where i'd be trying to move back and say you know what we can get 
um, a good player there, and we can add some draft capital, maybe a third-round pick in the process. So, you know, you mentioned before Arizona, Houston. These are teams that could use positional, you know, just additions and capital there. I feel like Houston might be in the in the realm of receiver. They're going to probably go after a quarterback. I don't think they're fully committed to Jalen Mills. Um, so maybe a receiver makes sense to them. Maybe a cornerback. Arizona, DeAndre Hopkins might be gone. There's a lot of turnover happening there. Who knows the direction they're going to go in. So there's always really good players, you know, in the back end of the first round that really fit a specific mold that they may want to attack. And the Giants have obviously that 25th overall pick. So let's say Arizona, Houston um, are the ones that the Giants are kind of targeting. That would really give them some some good ammo. You're probably looking at if you're going to move from 25 to let's say 34, you can get a third round pick back, but the Giants probably also have to throw in like a late round pick, like a seventh rounder or a sixth rounder, just to push the full, push the number a little bit and make. If you look at the draft value chart, it's pretty even. So if you give up twenty five in the Giants, like a late sixth round pick, I know they have two hundred sixteenth uh, overall picks. So maybe you give like two oh seven or two sixteen and the twenty fifth overall pick uh, for the thirty third or thirty fourth overall pick. That way you can move back. And in, in this scenario, I would love if the Giants took a look at Tank Dell out of Houston. Really nice player. I feel like Tank Dell could be a nice fit uh, for this team. You know, he's a little bit more of a slot guy. A lot of these receivers guys in this draft class are power slot to slot options. The only guys that don't really fit that mold are Quentin Johnston, who's like a primary boundary X receiver, physical guy. Doesn't really actually show the physicality that much on film, but he's a pretty solid player with a lot of upside we've discussed in recent days. And then Jordan Addison, who Anthony did a phenomenal breakdown on in the channel. If you go check that out, you can learn a lot about what he offers this team um, or offers the NFL, any team that drafts him. So there are some good players, but obviously like the slot receiver is definitely flush with talent in this specific draft class. Tank Dell, I could see the Giants like an, with a receiver core of like Isaiah Hodgins, Tank Dell, Juan Dell. Um, you can kind of interchange, like put them in the Z, put them in the slot, bunch formations, utilize Isaiah Hodgins on the outside as your X. You could always go out and get like a Keenan Allen or a DeAndre Hopkins, you know, just throwing names out there that might be available. You're kind of only, we're only looking at guys who like realistically are available. We don't know if Brandon Ayuk will be. And in that case, you're probably going to have to give up your first round pick anyway. We'd prefer not to go in that direction. Um, but you might be able to get Keenan Allen on free agency. The Chargers may be cutting him. DeAndre Hopkins, they're already pretty much set on letting him go with the new changes in Arizona. So Hopkins might be on the market. He could be a guy the Giants want to go after. And a receiver core of Tank Dell, uh, Juan Dale, Isaiah Hodgins, and Allen or, or Hopkins, I think is a monstrous upgrade, no matter how you look at it. Of course, the financials would have to be figured out. But what is your thought on that? You know, targeting a speedy guy like Tank Dell, who is super talented, has a lot of workload under his belt, 152 targets last year and 139 in 2029, did drop nine passes. But at that type of workload, only a 7.7% drop rate, which isn't significant by any means. He, he's pretty good and man he's actually very good he grades out exceptionally well in man coverage um, had tremendous receiving grades ranked 12th in slot catches 10th in slot yards um, you know, I think it was he 23rd in missed tackles for us. He had 19 there. So he's a proven guy out of the slot, you know, really quick. One of the best route runners in this draft class. What are your thoughts about him and maybe trading back and getting a guy that could be shifty and pair him with Wandale in this receiver core? Yeah, I like Tank Dell a lot. That's one of the players that I, I really want to dive into on the channel. I think that he makes sense for the Giants as a perfect scheme fit. When you look at what Brian Dable targets, the players that he likes to put in his offense, Tank Dell is exactly one of those players. Like Isaiah McKinney from Buffalo Bills. You know, the way that he had an impact. I was actually reading about Wondell Robinson recently. Uh, when the Giants drafted him, 
he mentioned how they had a similar player over in Buffalo, and he wanted to replicate exactly that with Wandale. So the Giants went targeted Wandale in round two. They have a specific role in mind for Wandale Robinson. It sucks that we didn't get to see him realize any of that potential during his rookie season. I mean, that one game where he went for 100 receiving yards through three quarters before, unfortunately, ending his season with a torn ACL, that showed how big of an impact he can have in the offense and how players with that skill set can be used in this offense. So Tank Dell having a similar skill set to Wandale Robinson, I do think he makes sense for the Giants because that's the skill set that they're targeting. And when you look at some of these other receivers in the class, you mentioned Jordan Addison, who I'm pretty clearly in full bloom love with, to quote Dave Gettleman. I would love to see the Giants draft him if he's there at 25. I personally think that we should discuss this in another video because I would be willing to maybe even trade up for a guy like Jordan Addison. We're talking about trading down today. Maybe tomorrow we talk about trading up. There's so many opportunities in this draft. That's why draft season is so much fun. But you don't necessarily need to trade up for one of those big top talents in this draft at the wide receiver position if you find the guy in free agency and then compare him with another player in round two like a Tank Dell. Again, it's all about scheme fits. It's getting the guys who fit well into the scheme. Jordan Addison might be, in my opinion, the, the most talented wide receiver receiver in this class but Tank Dell fits the scheme perfectly and so he might have more of an impact in the Giants offense in year one than a guy like Jordan Addison just because he's a perfect scheme fit so I think Tank Dell is a great name to bring up Alex I like that you brought him up and if the Giants do end up moving back into round two and they still need a receiver at that point he does make sense and he will be one of their top targets but there are a lot of names to like in that second round I know that we've discussed them I mentioned them earlier Trenton Simpson uh, John Michael Schmidt, if you had to take a look at those two guys, Alex, which way do you lean on them? And what are your, your thoughts on maybe the Giants going after interior offensive line in round two? Look, the Giants have had one of the worst interior lines for as long as I can remember at this point. It's really unfortunate to see how consistently bad they are. And even like Lewinsky was not very good for most of the season. Obviously, left guard was like a, just a, playing Russian roulette every day. Um, and then you have Nick Gates and John Feliciano at center, who both are like average players. So, you know, with for what it's worth, I think that solidifying the center position with a very good player with high upside that has a ton of untapped potential is not a bad solution. Like, I'm totally fine with that. I'm really cool with the Giants moving back a couple spots and solidifying center for the next four years, if not more. Um, I think that's fine. If you want to go for a guard, a left guard, that's someone that you can pair with Glowinski. Hopefully he, you know, compounds a little bit more success. And then you have, you bring back Feliciano and Gates to compete at center and just best man wins. And hopefully they continue to get better. I think that's also an acceptable kind of method uh, or rather strategy. So when I'm looking at what the Giants can do here, this is not like a, a tank Dell or die situation. This is like, there's a lot of really good players in the top end of the, of the second round that could be very good. Like you even look at Dion Hen, uh, Henley out of Washington state linebacker, good player there. There's some linebackers there that could be of, of uh, use. The Giants might be, might be uh, willing to look at Steve Avila out of a TCU guard. Uh, he's a 41st ring. Maybe move back a couple more spots. There's a cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi state uh, ranked 42nd in the draft. Maybe you go back to those kind of uh, areas where like the Cleveland Browns might be willing to trade up and get some more uh, assets for Deshaun Watson. There's so many players, guys. Like, this is not a situation where, like, the Giants should stick at 25. Only if there's, like, really good player there that they shouldn't move on, right? Um, I don't think... the only There's only a couple guys I think I'd stick around for. Maybe Zay Flowers if he was there. 
uh, just simply because he is such a productive player. Like he's he's like Tank Dell on on just roids. Like he's awesome. Joey Porter, cornerback out of Penn State, he's another guy the Giants could really use. He's an instant starter opposite of Dory Jackson. So you know, if are there a couple players though in your mind that if the Giants are there and they're available at twenty five, you're like, you know what? I don't want to trade back because these guys can instantly help us. I think you know the one name that does come to mind to me. I'm going to say it again. Jordan Addison. If he does last till the 25th pick, I don't think he will. Okay? I think that more more and more as we get closer to the draft, fans are going to start to take notice of him. NFL draft scouts and analysts, they're going to start to take notice of Jordan Addison. I think he's going to go to the combine, perform exceptionally well, and he's going to start flying up the draft boards because seeing him land at 25 to the Giants in some of these mock drafts seems like a dream come true. It seems too good to be true. And usually when something in an NFL draft mock draft is too good to be true then it simply is that and it's not going to become true so when you look at Jordan Addison I don't think he lasts to the 25 pick and so if I am the New York Giants and he is on the board at 25 I'm not moving I'm taking him I don't care what the trade offers are if they're giving us you know two second round picks to move up no I'm taking Jordan Addison having a receiver with that kind of potential on a contract with a fifth year option is far more valuable than taking a chance on a second round receiver for four years I think that does make a huge difference. So Jordan Addison, again, premier talent in this year's draft. If you haven't watched the breakdown, go check it out on the channel. Broke it down. You'll know exactly what kind of player he is. If he lands with the New York Giants, I'm going to be over the moon. I'm going to be super happy. It's going to be a great time in our live stream that day for sure. But listen, there's only a few players, though, that I that really make me think I'm not moving down here because a lot of these guys that I really like in this draft are second-round prospects. You know, like John Michael Schmitz, who I just mentioned, Trenton Simpson, Tank Dell. I really like these guys, and they're likely to go on day two. So there aren't a lot of players that are keeping me from from trading down on day one. So I like the Giants' uh, position here with the 25th pick. They can get really creative. Again, they can move up for a receiver. They can move down and still land a receiver, and there's just so much talent littered at that early second-round portion of the draft. So I really do like the prospect of the Giants moving down in this year's draft and looking at you know some of those guys that will be in round two. But, Alex, is there anyone that comes to mind for you, maybe outside of Jordan Addison with that 25th pick, that if they're on the board, you have to go ahead and take them? Um, you know, there are some players, you know, Trenton Simpson stands out to me as a guy I really like. I don't know if I would stick around for him. There's some good players uh, the Giants might be able to get at linebacker in like the second, third round. So definitely something to consider there. But Addison's a guy I don't think I'd move for. I don't think I'd move for Joey Porter. I think I'd take Jackson Smith and Jigba as well. I don't think I'd move on at 25 if he was there. Let's say Addison and, and Porter were gone. I think I'd take a JSN as well. That's a player. It's hard to pass on someone like that. Like his upside is just so tremendous, and he's NFL ready. Just obviously the lack of a season last year kind of stands in the way of my evaluation. But nonetheless, really good player. Zay Flowers. So I'd say like right now, like realistically, the players that could be available, JSN, Joey Porter, Zay Flowers, and Jordan Addison, those four guys I don't think I'd move on from. But if all those guys are off the board, which is quite possible, I think I'm trading back and I'm not even hesitating because ultimately like there's some really good players at the top of the second round that and the, the drop-off in talent becomes so much less. You know what I mean? Like the, the top 15 picks after that, it just goes boom, boom. It just starts to drop. Like, you know what I mean? The 
overall talent, overall expectations just aren't the same. And I think you can get equal value in the second round, at least a player that has good upside and uh, maybe productive and maybe has a good health history. So I think that that's a fine method. I would be fine doing that. But again, like you said, there are situations where I do feel as though we could trade up in the draft. And it's definitely something that I'd be okay with in the right scenario, but I'm also not willing to give up a ton of draft capital to do so. But you know, I think I think that kind of wraps this up. Definitely discuss this in length. We could come up with some mock trades and whatnot, but I think there are a couple of players in the top end of the second round that um, do make sense for this Giants team. Tank Dell definitely stands out to me. I know they went and got Wandale last year, but you can never have enough explosive playmakers, guys. I know people are scared about the slot situation um, and whatnot, but you know, having a Z in a, in a, in a slot, having guys that you can combine. Wandale's coming back coming back from ACL injury. This is a scenario where, like, what can we really expect from Wandale next season? You know, like, are we expecting him to be, like, exactly the same player? I think that might be an optimistic viewpoint. Tank Dell having those two paired together. Think about what the Chiefs do with, like, McCole Hardman and what they did with Tyreek Hill. They'd move them inside and out. They'd move them all across the formation, always in motion. They'd bunch them together. You don't you don't have to have just one signified, solidified one slot receiver. You know, you can have a couple of smaller guys. But you also want to pair them with some taller, more physical guys like Isaiah Hodgins, which I really love how he extended him. But, you know, Anthony, any, any last thoughts on this episode? No, I mean, I think that we pretty much encompassed the whole topic and d- delved into every avenue that the Giants could go here. And again, this is only one scenario. Talking about the Giants trading down into round two, but there's so much that they can do with this 25th overall pick. They can draft a lot of really great, talented players there. They can trade up. They can trade down. They can trade it away for a superstar receiver. So many options for the New York Giants. This is going to be a really exciting offseason, and I can't wait to break it all down and discuss every single topic right here on Fireside Giants. So everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a like and subscribe to Fireside Giants so you don't miss any more of these great discussions, topics, all the stuff, film breakdowns. It's going to be right here on the channel. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. Bing, right, Alex? Bing. Okay, we'll catch you all on the next one. Have a good one, and let's go Giants.